Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Paul and Pals podcast is brought to you by staying positive and never giving up. That's what's up, man. That's kind of falling into the things I'm kind of in my holding pattern with. I was uh, I was telling somebody like I don't get hyped up one way or the other um, when it's potential things like that. I was telling my friend that uh, when I was going on a trip to DR, this was like the first time we were going to DR. And this was the first time it was like me and like five other people. And everybody was just super hyped up about it. Like everybody's already doing touchdown celebrations and, you know, and uh, one after the other, everybody just comes to me and goes like, dude, like, how are you not celebrating? Like, why are you not happy? I'm like, bro, we're still in New York. <laughs> like we're, we're not even making our way to the airport. We're not on a plane. We're not in the air. And that was like the running theme for the trip because everybody kept asking me, like, you hyped up yet? I'm like, well, we're in DR, we're in DR. And it was just one of those things, man. I don't I've learned not to count my eggs before they hatch, as the saying goes. It's true. I mean, there, there's people that say that you should be like more optimistic about stuff. But like, I'm kind of of your mindset as well, like as far as. uh you know, like don't you? You can pump yourself up for like the the greatest thing in the world, and then when you actually go through it, it's like the like the most horrible experience in your life. And it's that that because you added to it by increasing your expectations that didn't come through. So it's like, yo, when it happens, I'll I'll appreciate it in the moment when it happens. There's a part of you that absolutely has to be happy. There's a part of you that absolutely has to expect that it's going to happen. Go through the motions like it's already a done deal in your head. That's just how I roll. There are certain things that I'll be like, yeah, like in my head, you know, the, the holding pattern is just the temporary time frame before I get to where I have to go. So I don't get overly excited, but I, I feel like it's going to happen. You have to have that. Like try to wash away all the doubt that it won't happen. And that's easier said than done because I find myself kind of bouncing back and forth between it's going to happen and, and, well, this can happen or, well, this can happen or, well, this can happen. So I say that as a person that's still going back and forth in it, but you still have to be positive about it. You still have to know you're going to DR, like know you're going to be on a plane, know you're going to touch down. And know you'll be where you ultimately want to be. You just, what, what was the, how's the saying go? You hope for the best, but, but prepare for the worst. Yeah. So I'm not, like right now things are going well in my situation, like they are with yours. I'm not going into celebration mode because it's still technically the early phases or the mid phases of the total totality of it all. So I'm positive about it. Uh, I suggest you be positive about it. Oh, you know, no, no, it's going to happen. Like, no, it's going to happen, man. Like I, again, I, I know I should practice what I preach and I am, but there's still a part of, of doubt that still resonates. And, you know, but I think that's part of like thinking realistically, you know, like, Hey, everything, you can't have everything the way you want it when you want it. So like, you got to understand, like as much as you want 
or as much as I want to search certain situation, there are things that are going to be under, not going to be under my control that can influence me, it, influence it not happening. You know, like if the bank decides, you know what, we don't want to lend him this amount of money or like whatever the case, like there's things that, you know, that you just can't control. But again, I believe what you're saying in regards to like, you know, being uh, happy and being optimistic. But again, I'll get that to that level of full appreciation and happiness when it actually happens. Like when there's like the, papers are signed and I have the keys, that kind of deal. Like, yo, then I will be fucking ecstatic. You know, then that's when the ultimate spike the ball, do the dirty bird, the icky yeah. shuffle, yeah. like do whatever. That's Work when up. it is. But I still feel that there is a, a fine line between the reality part of it and the the reality part that goes on in your head, man. I've been really trying to be on my, your thoughts create your reality. I am really trying to be in the mindset of manifesting, even though that may sound silly to some people. Uh, I, I do believe that your thoughts create your reality. And I say that because I've been on both sides of the fence of positivity in my thinking and negative thoughts. And it's it's a fact, man, like you're, you know, everything begets everything else. So I've, I've lived in a dark place, man, that all I would have for from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep was just negative thoughts. and the only thing that came with that were more negative things. What do you think? What do you think spawned all that, man? Cause I feel like I I've gone through a, a similar situation. I think most people do, but like in your situation, like, cause it had to start somewhere. It can't just like, you know, like it can't just always be, it had to start somewhere and then it builds off of that, you know? So you ever try to go back to that Genesis, that moment or that point, do you ever think, you know, I don't think, thinking on it, I don't think it was one singular moment that had me thinking the way I'm thinking now. I think everybody goes through phases in life. I think the, the older people get, the more they start to question things, the more they start to learn about things. Uh, when I was younger, I was raised to be religious. And you grow up there if that's how you grew up and then sooner or later you go through the phase of questioning things and i have i went from somebody who was religious kind of sort of uh to somebody who's become spiritual in my growing and seeking knowledge i, I guess you could say I've gone to you, you, you never, I mean, I guess we just pick one thing and, and stick to it. People that are dead set on the religion are just kind of stuck. Might be a bad word to use, but I'm going to use it because I can't think of a better word stuck on their beliefs and they refuse, <clears throat> excuse me. And they refuse to open the door to the possibility that A, they're wrong, and B, there's something else. Like, 
I've gone through the whole thought process. And even then, probably more to think about. I've gone the thought process of religion to the soul to manifesting to even fucking simulation theory. I've gone through the whole gamut of thinking and I still can't pinpoint where I stand on it. I know I'm not religious. That part I could say. I've picked religion apart enough for me to say that I think religion is is a tool used for fear and control. Now, I consider myself spiritual. I consider myself that that there is I acknowledge that there's something there. For the definition of what it is, we'll call it God. You can go God. You can say the universe. You can say the programmer on some matrix shit. It's all to me the same. I don't think because, again, man, I'm not going to. This is I don't think this will be the episode that I pick apart religion. But I see like if this was this if religion was a movie to me, it'd be a bad movie because there are so many plot holes in it. That's just too many things to question. So I I, am not in the religious kick, but I mean, I am in the, the kick of spirituality and faith. I think religion ends up just being this this thing again for control and for fear. Once you can go. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual and I believe in something. I think that puts you in a in a better place. So I know this is a very long-winded answer to your question. I don't have one specific thing. I've picked apart enough to just kind of where I'm at now of your thoughts ultimately create your future or your, you know, your, or your present. They always say the game is 90% mental, 10% physical. Like everything ends up going back to your train of thought. Yeah, mentally, yeah. <clears throat> so I feel that, and again, man, you're you're as depressed as you want to feel. Your 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 negatives or your obstacles are as good or bad as you make them be. It's it's a game. That's a little, that's played in your head. It's not being on the field. It's the mentality of when you're in the game. So where I'm at now, I, I, I live in my, I've always lived in my head. A, a lot of it back in the day was a negative living in your head. And again, man, I've reaped the benefits or I've reaped the results of being stuck in that negative place to the point that, and, and it, I've, I've been in it for so long that it's become habit. So trying to break the habit of a purely negative thought uh, is, is, is taxing. That's why if you can avoid it, get, get out of those negative thoughts. Cause once you're in there, it is an uphill climb to get out of it, at least just to break even. 
And the, and the worst part sometimes is like you, you how deep you are into it. Sometimes you don't even realize like how like, oh, shit, I let this or something go by for so long. Whatever the case may be, at least for me, whatever. That's how it happens. I'm like, wow. I, I, I you know, you get so comfortable yeah. in being there that that's all, you know. And I've we said this on the last one and I have to post it, but it's like the. It's like the person, it's like the woman that's in an abusive relationship. She's so stuck in what it is and so fearing of the unknown that she's just comfortable dealing with that misery because that's what she's accustomed to. Same thing with negative thoughts, same thing with depression, same thing with anything. You get comfortable in the situation you're in. You don't want to budge from me, even if it doesn't help you. And I, I speak from experience on that. So it's it's a battle just to get right. It's a battle just to get back to even. And then when you're even, like now you have to go through the process of changing your whole thought pattern. I used to always never be, I never I used to always never um subscribe to being um or to the, the notion of change is always good. I used to be like maybe 60, 40 on it saying 60 is good. 60% of it is good. 40% is not. But now I'm, I'm definitely like that, like that whole um, uh, percentage has definitely like increased for me. I would say like, probably like I'm on the point, maybe like 90% of change. I, I believe is like great to happen. And I, and this whole process is like, I can't wait for like to, to change. It's going to spark new interests. It's going to spark different ideas in my brain, you know, to kind of get out of the same mundane, like routine that you would like you're talking to, you know, you think about it, you talk to yourself about it. And if it makes sense to you, it's funny, man, because again, it all goes back to the thought process. Remember when we were kids and this was a while ago and it still holds true when you were a kid in school and you would tell your teacher, like, I don't know the answer to this question on a test. I don't know if they ever told you, but I've heard this throughout my whole life growing up. Well, stick to your gut because that usually means it's right. Oh, yeah. When you don't know. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, go with your intuition. That first thing that hits you is usually like the right one. It's. How many years ago was that? And it's still prevalent. You know, what do you think? Ah, something tells me it's this. All right, that, that means it's probably the right answer. So I agree with you that change is now good, but it's on you. Like if the change, if, it, if it's options that you're weighing out and, you know, for the sake of change, don't do something for the sake of change just because it's change. In your head, you weigh it out and you go, well, you know what? I want to do this. Then do it. I've, I've kind of just come to grips with that. So I, I guess that kind of kind of segues in. But if you still want to talk about this, uh, I'm good with it. Like, where are you at with it? I know you said, like, you're with the change and all that. But where are your views as far as are, are you more? Do you find yourself as a religious person? Do you find yourself as a trying to manifest it? Like, where are you at? I am definitely more on the spiritual side. I believe with you. I believe. And I, and I always thought of this, even when I was younger, I just hated like, 
the, 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 I went to a Pentecostal church and, um, obviously it's a different form of, uh, religion, but, or a practicing religion, um, compared to like, uh, being in, uh, when I went to Catholic school, like in, in elementary, but even then, even the Catholic side of it, I just saw too many things that just didn't add up and make sense to me and how certain people of the, of the parish or the, uh, or the church were acting towards others. I'm like, if it's all about love and so like the, the Pentecostal church, like, yo, you would get ragged on if you weren't wearing like, you know, nice clothes and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, you're going to tell me God, like God is judging us off the clothes that we wear. Like that's going to determine whether I get into heaven or not. And then what things, just because you're doing better than someone, you have the right to kind of mock someone and make them feel bad about like, they're coming to serve the Lord with you. Like the best thing that's supposed to be like in this world, you know, like why are we downplaying the people that are trying to like, you know, get that same vibe that you are, you know, just the hypocrisy in that. Like we love everybody. So long as you love what we love. Right. If not, you're now this. Exactly. And you're now almost damn near an enemy. Yeah. Them, the church asking for money, but you never see like the results of all that. It's like, all right, where's all this money going to? That kind of stuff. So like, it just always rubbed me the wrong way, but I still believe in a higher power because there, I just believe that there are too many, there were too many, and there are currently too many things in my life that happened the way they happened or like, just like, I remember going to the, my internship when I was uh, doing ultrasound where I was paying for like tolls and parking to go to Brooklyn every day. Uh, you know, I had zero money in my, you know, like there would be th- weeks when I would start the week with like $10, yo. And I don't know, somehow without asking for someone for money without like, I would make it to Friday with everything that I needed. I, I ate okay. I, everything I, I got, I paid the tolls and the bridges somehow. I paid for parking okay somehow. It's just like everything always just happened like per, without me. Again, I wasn't like going out asking panhandling for like money and stuff like that. But like without just no, just chance and hope and, pr- and faith in God that like things would just kind of work out. And it always worked out that way, man. Always. So I know because of my life experiences, I've definitely have um, gone more of the the spiritual route than the actual uh, like religious route. Because again, I don't go to church. I mean, there's times when I do just to kind of get a tap into maybe there is a spot that I would go to that I would love to go to that had like the same morals and the same values that I'm looking for, like in a church that would make me go there and want to be happy about praising God in, in, a, in a temple like dedicated to him. But again, it's hard. It's hard to find that, you know. So, but again, definitely more the spiritual route to kind of answer your question. There are things that, just as human beings, people walking this little marble or this big marble in this way bigger thing that we call the universe, <clears throat> that we are not, we can't comprehend, and we're not made to comprehend. So that also brings in. So you gotta, or oh, you have to acknowledge there's something there. Uh, I think the hypocrisy of it all comes in like <clears throat> you religion. You can't define it. You can't say this is our thing. And this is this is it. This is this religion is the one true religion when. So, hey, there's been a thousand religions. You just so it's with- hard to say that this is the one. So everything before this everybody's in hell because even though this wasn't even created yet, this is the one. 
So I, I don't want to go too deep into it. I really don't want to start picking this apart. I don't want this to be a, a religion thing. Right. So, but I think stick to spirituality and, and, and you should be okay, man. Like nobody was around when the lights got turned on to, to truly 100% define what it is. Have faith, believe in something, believe in yourself. And that-